what was it? what's the what's the new one that she just came up with um uh oh i forgot okay skip me <laughs> no Pass. we'll come back <laughs> didn't she also Pass. didn't she also have no uh, i'm trying to think of like the kathy hilton like thing that just had like recently happened oh she went into a restaurant wearing a red dress and came out wearing the tablecloth yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, a classic Kathy Hilton <laughs> anecdote. I do need to start watching. Uh, you need to get again. back on. I need to get Beverly into Hills. it. Listen, I got to Amsterdam and I was like, I That's need to enough. take a break. <laughs> I'm telling you, you they gotta have watch the Housewives Roni. of Amsterdam. <laughs> no, they oh. just took a no, trip there's to a, Amsterdam there's a, in the Should. season five of Beverly Hills. Should. They go, they take a trip to Amsterdam, and everything goes fucking wild. <laughs> well, sure. Don't you dare talk. About I my invite. Husband. Don't you dare talk about my husband. <laughs> don't dare talk about, about Harry Hamlin. How about you have don't a piece of bread? Don't talk about Harry Hamlin. How about how you have a piece of bread? And maybe you'll come down a little bit. <laughs> Someone who don't is asking you me talk who talk about my husband Harry Hamlin. Also, oh. Kyle is in the new Halloween. She's reprising her role, and mm-hmm. she fully ate. Uh, did she? <laughs> She's eating. She's okay. having a full meal. All right. Well, yeah. She has a very hot husband, so that probably energizes her to live. Well, you know, the real estate fraud really keeps their marriage alive. Do you know what I've recently saw? The Hills New Beginnings. Are alive. (laughs) The Hills New Beginnings. Like a reboot of The The Hills? Hills, The Hills. Like, The Hills Have Eyes, honey. (laughs) They are alive and they do have eyes. I think if you combined The Hills with The Hills Have Eyes, that's a show that I would want to watch. I would watch that. If you combine those two things, it's the same show. (laughs) (laughs) We've seen it. We have already done it. (laughs) Have you seen all of Heidi's work? (laughs) It's over Broadway. another episode of bits over broadway it's over broadway <laughs> okay listen i just don't have i have so many thoughts about <laughs> what we need to talk about today that there's simply no time for biz and i think we need to get right we to need the to guest. like dive right into it because we just finished watching a movie mm-hmm. a yeah. movie musical yeah well and in the loosest sense of the terms <laughs> One could say there certainly was music and it definitely was a movie. It definitely was a movie that um, exists and was produced and distributed in the world. We have a returning guest, our dear sweet meat, Keaton Cruiser. Keaton Cruiser's back on the pod. Our Thank Halloween you. guest our special. Our true one and only spooky friend. Hey Mitch, can we get a creaky door sound right before Keaton says hello? <laughs> <laughs> Just real spooky. Spooky. It's very that. It's giving that. So, Keaton, why don't you tell us what we watched today? Yes, of course. First of all, thank you for having me back. You're so welcome. Always Always. a pleasure and a privilege and never the bride. Never the bride. (laughs) Never the bride. (laughs) And um, just before we get started, I'm here to say to everybody out there listening that I'm not going to fucking stand for any of this slander that's going on. (laughs) Yeah, we have a lot of opinions. We have many opinions. That's right. And I would love to just go ahead and jump in. So, um, Connor, can you hit us with some facts and figs? Keeping producer Mitch on his toes today. Truly. (laughs) Come in. (gasps) Who is it? No! Ah! (laughs) He's a vampire. He's a vampire. That was amazing. That was the best drop we've ever had. So uh, I don't even know if we said the name of the show, but we watched. Oh, you did? Did you say? Keen said Repo the Genetic Opera, I thought. Oh, he fully did not. (laughs) 
We no. jumped in without even telling people the show. <laughs> you have Everybody. to guess. We're going to tell you the plot. <laughs> We're going to tell you the plot. And then you have to guess what it is. That's the new format of yeah, this podcast. It is. <laughs> oh, if only. Um, so we ended up watching the movie Repo the Genetic Opera. Sure did. Um, I didn't get a date from when it was uh, released, but I think it was like 2005-ish. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, like mid-2000s. Um, it was directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman of Saw fame. Mm-hmm. He directed Saw 2, Saw 3, and Spiral. Um, it was written by Terrence Dunich and Darren Smith with music by Darren Smith. And it is based on the 10-minute uh, opera written by Terrence Zdunich and Darren Smith called The Necromerchant's Debt. Um, <clears throat> listen. Allegedly, three songs from the show were shortlisted to uh, be nominated for Best Song at the Oscars. No. Yes. They I did, refuse. They did not. It All was like of gonna, Alexa Vegas. Be, I'm going to no, tell you what these songs are right now. I already know. You fucking know. Say what they are. It's got to be I'm Infected. No. 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 17. No. What? No, All bitch. of Alexa Vegas. Um, it's, songs. it's none of Alexa Vegas. Songs. <laughs> yeah, of course okay. not. Well, then that's going to be Zydrate Anatomy. Yes, correct. Number um, one. Correct. And. It's another Sarah Brightman one. The oh, chase opera? the morning. Chase the morning. Yeah, those were the three that were shortlisted, but they did not not get nominated. And then the only other highway robbery, highway <laughs> robbery, correct. Uh, the only other awards this movie was ever nominated for was Paris Hilton was nominated for a bunch of like Razzies, Razzies yeah. saying that she was the worst actress of the year. I disagree. I thought she did it. She, she understood honestly, the assignment. She understood the assignment. She I delivered. She, and she ate. In fact, she was the best of the. Guys. She's <laughs> chewing the scenery. She, simply. Correct. <laughs> she understood that what they were doing was camp, and she delivered. Paris. It's she Paris Hilton. Anything, it's camp, and yes. I've always Thank said that. You. Somebody finally said it. <laughs> um, and just in case you have never seen the movie, which why would you? Um, the plot of the movie is um, in the mid 21st century, an epidemic of organ failures leads to the rise of Geneco, a company providing transplants at a great price. Those who miss their payments become targets of mercenaries who repossess the organs. In this world of drug addiction and legalized murder, a sheltered youth seeks a cure for a rare disease as well as information about our family's mysterious past. AKA 2022. Yeah, <laughs> basically. It's good to be watching this movie in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I honestly, I wanted this movie to be more of a statement about like the American healthcare system and <laughs> potentially the opioid crisis. And s- somehow it was about like uh, family murders in Dallas. It's <laughs> <Basically>. giving like <laughs> the mob who will control the family. <laughs> It's very The Sopranos. The Lugo family. (laughs) And we do have to say trigger warning for some incredible Italian racism in this film. So They don't say Gabagool once. Like there is zero mentions of Gabagool at all. And that is Italian-American racism. Oh my God. Unbelievable, this movie. I love it. Um... Okay, so let's just, here's the thing. I'm going to start off right off the top. I don't know what any of the songs <laughs> we're talking about. I got all my information from flashbacks, which are done in comic book style. Yes, correct. And that is primarily how I understood the story. <laughs> because the other times I was just very distracted by Alexa Vega's horrible existence, <laughs> just like presence on stage. Loved the dad, loved... um. Rotti Lugo. Rotti Um, He's my favorite. And um, who else did I like? 
Well, I liked all the, the Paris. Yeah, love Paris. love Paris. Love Pavi. Love Luigi. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting because like the show, the movie, like the I feel like there are all the actors are in different movies. Yeah. Like the kids are doing like camp. They're giving you full production. The dad is in like some melodrama. The dad is in a soap opera. Yeah, the dad is fully in a soap opera. Yeah. Um fucking Anthony Stewart Head and um <laughs> Alexa Vega are just like they are doing a kitchen well, sink like drama. They're doing um Doctor Horrible sing along vlog. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> another masterpiece. Fuck me. They are. <laughs> like it was giving that like very Phantom. So whenever Sarah Brightman's on stage, it was very Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Oh, we were also getting a lot of Moulin Rouge. Yes, we were all, yes. And then I was also like sometimes just ripped out of the world and forced <laughs> to remember Doctor Horrible sing along vlog. Mitch, can you put in the? Please don't. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> when are we going to talk about Dr. Horrible Singlong Blog on this podcast? We won't. Next Halloween, baby. <laughs> you know how I feel about Neil Patrick Harris, and I, we won't be allowing him on this podcast. This is an anti NPH podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Enemy of the pod. Enemy, <laughs> enemy of, of the, the pod. pod. We're going to add him to our enemy of the pod list, That's including right. Lin Manuel Miranda. End of list. And Ben Brantley. Don't forget. Oh, never forget. How could I forget? Oh, baby. Well, you know, he's dead now. So. so. <laughs> He's fully not dead. He's retired, but still. He's gone dead to me. Dead to me. Um, Okay. So just sort of, there's like several many plots happening at once in this story. Ostensibly, it's about a repo man and also a girl who's being Gypsy Rose Blancharded into (laughs) thinking she's ill. Um, She's being munched. Please drop the TikTok. She's being munched. By proxy. She's being munched by proxy. No. <laughs> That's it. That's that the end of the show. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really have a problem with this woman being named Shiloh. I, and I didn't say it while we were like watching the, the dog. movie. But <laughs> named for the dog. <laughs> named for the dog. <laughs> what dog is named Shiloh? The, the, the book dog. series. Shiloh. Know what you're talking about. The dog dies. Uh, the dog right? always dies. <laughs> the dog it's always dies, Keaton. There were three books. It was like Shiloh saving Shiloh Shiloh's and like return, something else. Shiloh's Shiloh, yeah, revenge. like Shiloh's revenge. <laughs> no, it was like a it was like a children's book series about this kid who adopts a beagle. Mm. And the beagle's name is Shiloh. Okay. I feel like there's a movie based on there's, maybe there's a movie yeah, of I it, know. I think, too. Anyway. Shiloh plus dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're watching after this. It's true. Oh my god, I've never heard of this. Wow, they were very like popular. It was released in 1997. I stopped watching movies in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it took a short break. It took a short break also, from 1997 to 1998. Until, until today. <laughs> Controversially, I don't care about movies about dogs. <laughs> not interested in the lives of dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to see them on film pretending to talk or not pretending to talk. <laughs> What's the one where all the animals run away and then they come home? Home oh, bound. We bought a zoo. <laughs> we bought a zoo. Matt Damon voices all the characters, all the animals. I didn't ever understand that movie because I didn't realize that the animals were communicate. Like, yeah, they're not. They're just. It's like a shots of cats and people being like, yeah, and then it's like home. it's like narration over. Yeah, I could just watch Animal Planet. I don't need. To- <laughs> 
I don't need to watch this Where's cinematic David masterpiece. Why is he not narrating? <laughs> Meryl goes off vibes alone. That's right. <laughs> I don't like those vibes. Okay. Speaking of vibes, this movie has bad vibes. <laughs> so let's get back to this. I beg film. to differ. All right, tell us, yeah, let's kick us off with the first scene here. Where if you ever wanted to like know what a movie musical sounds like, where everybody is just singing slightly flat, mm-hmm. it's this movie, baby. This is the movie. This is for the movie you. for you. It's <laughs> not a single person was on key. <laughs> Maybe your ears were off tune. That's why they were shortlisted for the Oscars. <laughs> the only person who was on key, to be fair, is was Sarah Brightman, of course. Well, actually. she's never been off key in her life, and I resent the suggestion. So. <laughs> Me and Andrew Lloyd Webber resent the yeah, suggestion that Sarah Brightman was ever off key. Does because he's he was a sir, was he knighted when they were married? Was he not when they were married? He, um I think so, yeah. So does that make her Lady Sarah Brightman? Lady Sarah Brightman. No, I think is when that you how leave, titles work? Unless she, I don't know. We should ask Countess Luann. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only if she gets remarried, then she loses the oh, Countess. No. Okay. <laughs> when she left Weber, she did not get in a car ever again. <laughs> Good luck, bitch. History repeats itself. It's His name is Rotissimo, did you know? Rotissimo Largo. Oh, God. This I mean, movie that is absolutely checks. Okay. Uh, so we've got Roti, yeah. Luigi. Pavi mm-hmm. and Amber. Amber. <laughs> Who came Amber. up with that? Is it Amber Ick? Amber Ick. She changed her last name. She needed a stage Sweet. name. She needed Obviously. a stage Obviously. name. But she was just named Amber, not like a Nicole or like a no. lasagna. Antonia. <laughs> I have truly no idea. No idea whatsoever. Um. Okay. I'm trying to remember how this. I honestly got this movie was a blur. We just we simply we, we just stopped watching it. it an hour, a half hour ago you, and I don't understand what would you I like me to set it. the stage yeah could you yeah, if you would is. I'd love that so the movie opens up with uh, Alexa Vega who is the mm-hmm. main character of this film mm-hmm. she is visiting her mother's tomb right. and right. she the an old avid moms. bug collector encounters an insect Never we, explained, we literally by the way. need to talk about this bug thing because like she pulls out a, a one book that's like the bug. It literally. I think the title is literally the insects? bug book. <laughs> the bug insects. Book. <laughs> book of insects. Yeah. And she only ever tries to like catch one bug, and then we never see anything. But about she does the bugs have again. several many butterflies. Are are do bugs? Are they taxidermied? Mm, yeah. I guess. I think you like you like put them in formaldehyde Technic- or something like that. I don't think you even have to do that. I think There's you just mummified? stick them to the. They just stay like that. And you just know. put them behind glass. I don't know. I'm not a lapidopterist. <laughs> she did have a lot of butterflies and other assorted bugs in cases in <laughs> she her had room. Many assorted oh, okay. bugs. She has an assortment of bugs. <laughs> and here's my. Well, she knocked them all over in seventeen. So. Yeah, that's true. She's that's practically true. oogie boogie. <laughs> kill you get out of this apartment okay so she is catching this bug and it is implied but not directly stated at this point in the film that she is not able or not authorized (laughs) to leave the home or even her bedroom not authorized authorized. (laughs) i thought you did not fill out the correct paperwork you are not authorized i thought it was like a bubble boy situation because she comes into the mosque like wearing a gas mask and she's like i have to stay inside i'm gonna run out catch this bug really quick and then I'm going to run back inside. So I thought she was like allergic yeah. to the air. And the longer she was out, the more nervous I was getting because I thought <laughs> she was going to die from the air. So the reason why she's wearing a gas mask and why people, when they're going in between the mother's tomb and the house, 
is because they're walking through catacombs, I think. So it's, yeah. I think it's more of just like a dead, acrid air and type also, of um, situation. And also for the aesthetic. Well, also oh, for the Luke. Yes. Of course. It's fully a Luke. Yes. So she. There's so many Lukes in this movie. And, um, so she runs out to catch this bug <laughs> and there's a grave robber and there's also um, SWAT running around the graveyard mm-hmm. threatening yes. to shoot grave robbers. Grave robbers are in the grave because they're trying to suck the mucus out of dead people yeah which they then sell as a drug as on a the drug. black market yes sort of a heroin fentanyl parallel yeah basically <laughs> but this okay. movie does really try to say something about the american healthcare system and then it just fails and then it forgot <laughs> and consumerism and it forgot yeah. um, i mean like it, it's kind of like the end goal of capitalism but like <laughs> so i'm confused what's the drug called zydrate zydrate in the glass vial. What is it? And why can you suck it out of the dead people's it's like, nose? It's like a painkiller. They took a painkiller for the surgery. The surgeries. Yeah. So Zydrate comes body. in a little glass vial. Well, a little no, glass I vial? I have heard that. <laughs> a little glass vial. <laughs> and I have heard that. Um, <laughs> but I guess my question is, how you suck it out of their brains? I think it's like a situation <laughs> where it's like the people. Like the mummies. With a syringe. Yeah. I think it's like a situation of like the people who are dead and who were like zydrate and like addicts so just probably sucking. still have it in their system and that's how they're getting mm. it like they're repurposing you know reduce reuse recycle reuse 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 i guess my question is because we later find out that amber nay paris hilton is addicted to the zydrate um yes. why didn't why did she not just buy it from the pharmacy yeah the, why like, she suck it from the dead people her brain? company like the company that her family owns literally creates like if drug. you're a sackler why don't you just go to the big vault and take Thank all the oxy you. you need i don't understand that's what i'm saying yeah she doesn't need because zydrate is the is the black market version of the pain killer. of the painkiller uh. So once it's been formaldehyded and (laughs) marinated Mm -hmm. for a little bit. (laughs) Yes. So I think it's probably because, I mean, realistically, you know, if this were the real world, Amber Sweet would have all the access to the real drug that she would want. But in this scenario, I think outside of a surgery environment, Mm -hmm. sure. Then maybe it's just not available to people. Like maybe it's just not something you can buy. That makes sense. Um, and so you have to get the black market. Yeah, well, we're I doing a lot of work like... outside of the movie to like figure out the logic of this movie. <laughs> well, I love that they're like, Which she's addicted to surgery, so she needs a lot of painkillers. I'm like, right. well, if she's getting surgery, why don't they give her painkillers to heal from the surgery? <laughs> right. Well, if the ending of the movie is any indicator, I don't right. know if she's going to the specialists. That's true. She's definitely going. Right. Street surge. It seems to me that all the surgery in this film is happening in the streets. It seems as though <laughs> there's truly only street And surge. it's done by like really sexy nurses, like just the oh, most scantily so clad women they're who are straddling nurse. you, sucking and fucking they're you while they're performing you. surgery. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, 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 please, yeah. please call the genturns by their rightful title. <laughs> genturns! <laughs> I do want to die. Um, please respect so- the business. I won't. This movie is something. So what you also need to know, and I don't feel like this is a spoiler, because um, I guessed it right away. The dad of the little Victorian ill child, yes. little Gypsy Rose, is... Um, <laughs> the one who is munchazing. The, the munched. The munch. Uh, the munchie. <laughs> the munchie. <laughs> and the munchess. <laughs> Her dad is the repo man. Repo man. 
Right. So he like he it's his job to go and uh, repossess organs, which he does in a setting that I don't think makes the <laughs> organs viable. I'm going to be honest. So, it is not a sterile environment. It's, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like this, the repos, like, are they just taking it back and being like, OK, we're done with this? Like, and I'm not sure of the timeline, but I know that, you know, time is of the essence when you're dealing with orbs. Yeah, so correct. like, I don't feel like he's getting them to a safe location in a right. safe amount no. of time. He's, he's really he's just like yoinking these kidneys like <laughs> under the Manhattan Bridge over. Yes. Like, really old dirty wet street yeah and he's like <laughs> and this <laughs> this movie is just filled with those yeah every single scene is just in an old dirty wet street yeah. which like he is the repo man it's not like they're going to go to the office right. like he doesn't really ha- well allow me to surrender true. my, my so that's, yeah. i guess that's my question because sometimes we see him just like following tracking people down hanging them over the side of a wall and then slicing them open and then sometimes he just like goes into his laboratory where he has kidnapped someone who's just fully chilling down there and Mm. they're like okay my beef for not paying for this liver (laughs) so so's but (laughs) please don't Please. <laughs> yeah, this movie, and then he just like vivisects people all the time. It's yeah, just he like really every, does. every other scene is just him like what you watching him slice open somebody slice and, and s- like take their intestines out. It's, yeah, this movie is gross. <laughs> it's pretty graphic. It's grossly misunderstood. <laughs> It's grossly underappreciated. I will admit that this movie does fully like go into the camp territory like it is extremely it's so bad it's campy sure <laughs> i i don't know if i agree with bad but the <laughs> something that we, we had discussed just a little bit earlier right is that one of the crowning achievements of this film mm. is that, is that the vision whatever the vision is for the film is executed to the exact like yes. percentile of what the vision was 100%. So, yeah, A plus on execution. Yeah, they fully like nailed the aesthetic, they nailed the like, yeah, the cinematography. It all fits into what they're going for, mm-hmm. which is an achievement. And I think if you've never seen this film, producer Mitch summed it best when he said, I forgot what an impact Evanescence had on America. Mm-hmm. And it is all, it's very Evanescence. And it's it was released that, in 2008. Yeah. So it is mm-hmm. extremely Evanescence. Yeah. Like it feels very like. You're at the height of the pop like punk, pop punk wave. Yeah. Victorian sort of gothic yeah. like influence. It's very much like if you were to take original Hot Topic when it looked mm-hmm. like it had like the gates of hell mm-hmm. yeah. and you like just turned it on its side and just started like dumping shit out of that Hot Topic, mm-hmm. what you would get is Repo the Genetic Opera. hundred percent. It's yes. very like um, cut on the bias, dress, like yeah, skirts yeah, yeah. that look like um, pirate skirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's chokers. Lots it's of uh, corsets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Bruges. a everywhere you look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the wigs, God, my oh, God, the, the wigs. wigs. <laughs> we need to, we need to spend an entire hour talking about the wigs. Meryl, would you like to recall before you knew that Shiloh was ill <laughs> and bald? <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> that she was bewigged, and she takes off her gas mask. So this is within the first four minutes yeah, of the film. The, yeah, the first once we're out of the like deep comic book exposition. Yeah, um, and we're seeing human beings on stage screen uh she takes over her gas mask and she just fucking pulls her hair 
forward and I was like you can't touch your hair like that. If they want me to believe that this is a wig, this is not a wig, then they're doing a poor job. But then I guess Which I promptly said she does have a wig. <laughs> she this, is fully wearing a wig. She, like what he said was this character does wear wigs. <laughs> and she does not wear wigs, plural. She wears wig. She, she wears, wears one wig. One wig. We see many other wigs in her room, but we never yeah. get to see her wearing Only them. on display. She should have pulled out that blue wig. Put on that blue wig. Babe. Didn't go with the vibe. Turn the party. Mm. So she's... She could have worn the blue wig in the 17 number because that's like punk rock. I agree. But instead she needed long straggly hair because again, remember it was 2008. <sighs> yes. And Joan Jett did make an appearance. The Joan Jett. The one who loved rock and roll. The one and only. The very one who loved rock and roll. Correct. Okay, I do need to talk about how she passes out in this graveyard. She's yeah. been following the the um, graveyard robber around because she's getting get shot on site for visiting her mom's tomb. Um, and he uses a body as a battering ram to break into what appears <laughs> to be just like him. a place a to grave. dump bodies. Yeah, fully. Um, and then she passes out because she needs her medication. Still not 100% sure how all that works but she passes out and then she wakes up just fully di- like ex machina yeah, like, <laughs> she, she like, she's like like goo that's <laughs> like okay ma'am de-wigged. put on a wig de-wigged. Um, i just don't want to see that full bald <laughs> and that is not a good bald cap and her um, dad is like you stupid bitch you could have died honestly when she is bald she looks like an alien it's upsetting it's honestly upsetting some people can bald. pull off a, blo- a bald look and alexa vega cannot. you cannot ma'am yeah no especially when you're that pale i, I love um, that she lives in like plastic mosquito netting but she can come in and out whenever she wants that's what i was gonna say because like you were talking about the bubble boy situation but like there's sort of that happening but also not it's not at all they're like not even trying it's just like there to imply that she might be very ill it's very covid hygiene theater yes (laughs) extremely bad if you're sitting down you can take your mask off but if you're standing up you have to put your mask on yes because covid only travels when you are standing up it's very that Dr. Fauci said like, that. That's true. What are the rules? <laughs> exactly. What are the rules? What are the rules? But um, she's allowed to just do whatever she wants. She can also um, do bugs, and I love that for her. <laughs> she loves. Yes, she does bugs. She, she does loves. Do bugs. I want to know where she gets the bugs because she is not allowed outside in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah, but then they're just out and about in her room. Her dad's not like. I think we saw how that worked out for her in the yeah, beginning. Of the Where'd you get these bugs? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, well, that's classic. <laughs> he said, "That's none of my business." <laughs> They must have crawled through the cracks. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's uh, wild. But then he's like, "You got to take your, you got to take your medicine." I've programmed your Apple Watch to alarm you whenever it's time to take your medicine. Right. Mm-hmm. And now I must thing, go behind the fireplace to my laboratory. To my laboratory and <laughs> slice Index this guy open. Lab. Um, yes, oh, the best show on Cartoon Network. Um, no, yeah, he he's like, "You got to take it because your mom died of this blood disorder." Yeah, and he is telling Alexa Vega that she has inherited it. Mm-hmm. And so the the medicine is to keep her well right. with this rare blood disease. Which leads to the song Infected. I'm infected. I'm infected. By your genetics. By your genetics. <clears throat> yes, and to and I quote, Mother, can you hear me? Thanks for the disease. <laughs> that was her inheritance. <laughs> also, I think it's really important to note that 
all the pictures in this house are like <laughs> holograms. holograms. Yeah. It looks like the haunted mansion. And I said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> I just felt like I was doing spooky ookie cookie. Eddie Murphy is here. <laughs> it's giving like Okay, that movie is quite good. Though. I'm whirling around in a chair. <laughs> the graveyard. The pictures are elongating. <laughs> I'm seeing the man being eaten by a crocodile. I am being zooted miles underground <laughs> to a warehouse far away to travel up and down yes. through the haunted mansion. Thank you. Go Disney. start playing piano, etc. Yes. Thank you, Disney. Um, yes, he does go down into his little lab where again he has stowed away a little man. A little man <laughs> who he then what's it called when you take out somebody's intestines? You um um Sapuku? No, that's, <laughs> that's suicide. No, that's you, ritual suicide. Y- yeah, disembowel? Disembowel, thank you. There you go. Disembowels him and then um, puppets him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he sticks his hand. And th- I, it's a very funny moment because he sticks his hand in and he starts puppeting this guy. And then he like like takes a moment where he's like. He has a moment of reflection. Yeah, he has a moment of reflection. He was like, okay, maybe that was a little too far. <laughs> he, so he seems so nice as the dad. And he's like, right. I just really care about you. Da, da, da. And then he goes down to the laboratory and does full like. I am your dentist. He goes yeah. full, full dentist. Like, right. I love to kill and murder and gut. And, yeah. It's and, like a weird, like double, like personality. Kind yeah. Of thing that he's I can't understand. Yet another he, reference. Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. Bring on the men. I don't understand when, because so the, the idea is that he thought that he had cured his wife, but actually the, medicine made her die but roddy, then we find out that roddy had poisoned, poisoned her it. because she nathan the repo man's wife yes used to be roddy's lover yes she left him for nathan got married got pregnant da, 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 but she still had this blood disorder the whole time nathan's yeah. trying to cure her gives medicine but it's been poisoned so he's like there's a lot of like doubling back and like retelling of the story with a new perspective with a new perspective like a lot a new lens it's all 17 years ago the bulk of this story happened 17 years ago and And now all the chickens are coming home to roost and like the timeline of this movie makes basically no sense because it's like everything happens at night and it's impossible to tell like the passage of time so it's like it might be all happening in the same night like all of these plot lines that were set in motion 17 years ago are happening, converging, converging on one night, culminating, baby. But so, so he he has to deliver because the mom is pregnant. The Correct. sorry, Marnie, the wife, yeah, the one who dies is pregnant. He delivers Shiloh. Yes, stupid name, the daughter. Um, and the as dog. he's delivering Shiloh, the dog, <laughs> all of the SWAT of Roti's like Gene Co. armed forces like burst in. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll cut you a deal. You can keep the baby, and I won't send you to jail. Essentially for yeah. murder. He would have attempting you... to frame. Yeah, yeah. Frame he's him. basically trying to say you murdered your wife. Yeah. If you work for me, as if you be repo my man. repo man, yeah, then." I won't tell anyone. Yeah. So ostensibly he has like come into this job be under duress. Yes. Like he's doing it to fulfill yeah. a like bargain a, a contract. And yet he takes such sheer pleasure in doing it. Right. I'm like, he's been doing it for 17 years. That's true. You got to learn to love what you do. You Otherwise know. it's just hard to get up in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I know anything about capitalism. <laughs> 
it just doesn't make it. It's just. I don't know if that would have been his dream job, but, <laughs> but you know, sometimes is, you just. It is his job. He's right. making it work. And honestly, it's okay to not have a career. It's okay to just like have a job that pays the bills. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, nothing wrong with gig culture. Yeah, absolutely. He's a legal assassin. Um right. And that's important. I don't, again, I have to stress, I don't understand any of the words except for Alexa Vega. I don't understand what anyone is saying in any of these songs. It's hard. The music is so loud. Sarah Brightman is quaking. And (laughs) that's true. I I like Sarah, but like the music is very loud and I do feel like they're all yelling. Well, yeah, because only Sarah Brightman can sing. I feel like those those movies. Anthony had whatever. Anthony Stewart had can't sing. Yeah, he was in Sweeney. Yeah. He was in the musical episode of Buffy. Oh, Who could forget? Launched the careers of a thousand stars. <laughs> it did. It did. Once again, with feeling. Second only to the musical episode of Grey's Anatomy. Yes. How <laughs> dare you? I feel like that was very much a, a trend, and I don't know if it was a good trend, but I feel like there that was happening a lot in those sort of like horror-esque or like culty movies of like 2006 to 2009 of just like horrible sound mixing. Mm. Where, Agreed. Because that, that the very same thing is in Sweeney Todd movie. Right. Um, and of like Sleepy Hollow, like all of those are very much like you, it's very difficult to like hear the dialogue and then you turn yeah. it up and then like the other sound effects like are the, like blaring. It's just screeching at you. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a decision or mm-hmm. or just how those movies were right right um but it definitely falls in line with like how movies were back then yeah back then and it's not very <laughs> effective then. especially if you're going for horror because like music or sound like sound is and so horror is horror. so important um and like if you have a really bad like mix you can really fuck up your movie this mm-hmm. mix felt la- it was <laughs> So he said before it was all forte. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fortissimo. <laughs> Fortissimo. I need a little piano, baby. Um, I needed was, it Yeah, softer. it's all out of 10. There's literally no levels. It is. Uh, as Keaton said, every song is the 11 o'clock hour. <laughs> the 11 o'clock number. Because it's all taking place at 11 o'clock p.m. At in night, the movie. Yeah. We do not need to be like popping a high belt when we're in the car together. Robbie. Right. We are three feet away from each other. He is bellowing at her. <laughs> This car is only so big. I know it's a stretch, but. (laughs) Um, Okay. Also, very important. Right at the beginning, we're introduced to all of the Largo family and the children and then Roti. And then the doctor, Anthony Fauci, (laughs) comes in and is like. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. I'm so sorry. You're terminally ill. And he's like, you stupid bitch. (laughs) And he's like. Get him. And just one of the Robert Palmer, like Robert Palmer, the security guards, girls, shoots him in the head. The doctor who was just told. Like, He's just doing his job. Like within five minutes, we just watch a man get shot in the head. He printed out your results on the overhead projector slips. Why is everything transparent? I don't understand <laughs> He gave that. it to you on his translucent <laughs> fucking clipboard, How which is a HIPAA that? violation. <laughs> and then you shoot him in the face? <laughs> shoot him in the head. Okay, I would like to point out one I think very important thing, and that thing is feminism, and because these bodyguards are <laughs> I women. Just that, the bodyguards feminism. are women. All There's of the bodyguards of are women. And honestly, can we? And all say, the doctors are women. All the doctors except are women. The doctor, except for the doctor, we shot well, in the face. Yeah, he gets shot. And, well, that's why, because because why. of fem- feminism, exactly. he had to get shot in the face because of feminism. Um, Rati I realized also feminism. do need to point out <laughs> that is possibly the fastest Chekhov's gun to date. <laughs> to, to date, it was. 
Yeah, that was got to be that was what within the first 10. Yeah, which is easily the first interesting five. because there are very few guns in this movie. Lots of slicing and dicing. So much knife. OK, this is my thing, because like at the as we like get into the movie later on, there's like a whole manhunt for the repo man. And they like keep sending all these SWAT guard like SWAT people, but none of them have guns. Yeah. And none of them are as advanced in hand to hand combat. Yeah, as the so it's like man. just shoot him. Where what, are like, the guns? Is, where are the guns? This is. I, I'm assuming this is taking place in America. <laughs> Surely we have a lot. <laughs> there are more guns than people in this fucking they country. Are fully, all the guards are fully armed. They look like SWAT right. members, and they're just like. And yet, none of them are like able to shoot this man. Well, it no, doesn't make any sense. The repo man can flick a scalpel to your jugular faster than you can pull that trigger, baby. <laughs> You're flicking the safety and he's already letting loose. <laughs> he's letting the scalpels fly. That's the repo man. Um, That's how he gets repo ya. <laughs> That's how he gets ya. Uh, okay, is is 21st Century Cure, is that what's happening on the street? That's 20, Gravedigger? 21st Century Cure is the song at the beginning when she yeah, is trying to, where she's with the grave robber and he's extracting the Zydra at the very beginning of the movie. Hey. When she gets locked out of the tomb. Mm. Okay, okay. Interesting. The way that Wikipedia is explaining this plot has these songs all out of order. Yeah, it's it's all. Not oh, right. I haven't reviewed that page in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get on it, Keaton? It's all. He's got to edit it. Himself. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll have to. I get it because it's trying to explain all of the things that are happening yeah. at once, but it is confusing me. Um, I should probably just pull up the soundtrack. Uh, why was I telling you that? Because right, I wanted to talk about. Okay, when does that scene happen? Like. At what point is he wrote? He's like, I got to talk to this girl. Right. How mm-hmm. does he know about her? Because oh, wait, he's, wait, 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 he's he like saved her life. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Or saved the dad. And also because like at the beginning of the movie, when she's in the graveyard with the grave robber, he like they have security cameras in the graveyard. Right. And he sees her on the security camera. And that's why she starts getting worried and starts following him around. Right. Because she's worried that she's going to be taken as a grave robber. Yeah. Got it. And and that she's going to get got. Even though she was just trying to do bugs. She was just trying to do bugs. We all were. Yeah. Can't get it up if the girl's breathing. What it the might fuck be. Is that? So that that was that was a song that was cut. Yeah. But okay. um uh important about the um about market up, I think, is one of the subplots of this uh of the movie is that of the many plots that are happening <laughs> of the in this many, movie. Well, <laughs> it's a complicated It's in- an interwoven tapestry yeah. of <laughs> Are you saying the patterns Brilliance. aren't complicated, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the the two brothers, um, Luigi not, and Poppy, L- Luigi, yeah. and Poppy, Luigi and Poppy, not so much Amber, Amber, but the two brothers are essentially the whole film arguing over who is going to inherit the the business yeah, that that Rotilargo started. Because Amber mm-hmm. wants to take over Mag. Well, she position. wants to be a star. She, yeah, she just star. wants to be a singstress. Yeah, yes. and we all do a chanteuse. Right. Um, and <laughs> a young Luigi can't run the company because he's so mad. He and murders he, everyone. This man said, <laughs> his character description was, Luigi has a temper and he said, got it. <laughs> and <laughs> spends the rest of the film baring his teeth and screaming. <laughs> and ripping his shirt open and, ripping his shirt and, open stabbing, and stabbing people. Anybody who's inconveniencing him in the slightest. Yeah. Yes. At one point, he's like, Where's my fucking coffee? Someone says, I've got decaf. Is that okay? And he goes, I will shoot you in the face. <laughs> and I felt that. I felt that deeply you in know my bones. That's very... like a big millennial vibe. It is. Put yeah. that on a coffee cup. Can't believe that hasn't hit the TikTok. <laughs> Honestly. When he does finally get his coffee, he is 
not satisfied and he says, What's this? Rat, rat piss? piss? <laughs> <laughs> and then stabs the person a, to death. A stranger. Okay, so Mark It Up is the one where they're in the warehouse. Yeah. Yes. Just like fucking around. With and the two the of them organs. are kind of touting their reasons for them to be the boss. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. Singing their own praises. Poppy says, Look at me, I inspired the Joker. He says, all the ladies love me. I suck and fuck. I should be the owner of this company. He has to clip on a face, but uh, for some reason, that's that's what the ladies want in this world. (laughs) What you wouldn't do for the dick. (laughs) Um, Also, it's very important to me that you know that Luigi has no accent at all. Incredibly American accent. Oh, Roddy right. also is like very much like he has a slight a accent. Slight accent. Pavi is full blown Italian caricature. He is, <laughs> he's he's like, Mario. He's a me, a Pavi. Yeah, it's fully Mario. <laughs> I'm going to be the owner of the company. <laughs> he's doing. He's doing master of disguise. <laughs> yes. Unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> oh, the ladies are love me. <laughs> so crazy. Papa. <laughs> oh my god. It is wild. Oh yeah, mark it up is when they're just like all the sexy gen terms are, are writhing around and they're just like stabbing them for yeah, fun. Basically. Mm-hmm. And Paris comes in and she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm right. going to be the star. And she then she says, leaves. I have to be the most fuckable person in this gene code for some reason. <laughs> for and some she reason. is. She is. She is. She is. Also, there's this running storyline of like how her character, Amber, is addicted to surgery. But whenever we see her, she doesn't look different except that she's got a different wig on. Right. I need to point out, it's not surgical. It you was can a, simply lift It was a tape. hair transplant. <laughs> She's getting plugged. The Cheyenne Jackson guy. She's getting plugged. (laughs) She's getting her hair plugged every week. It's so fucked up, honestly. I certainly hope she doesn't contract Graf versus host syndrome. I'm sorry for laughing in the mic. Okay, I don't even know where we are in this stupid show. Um, oh, um, we're still within the first 20 minutes. Okay, yeah, this yeah, is still all thought. within the first 20 Never fear. Okay. Um, How long is this movie? It feels like a year. minutes and I could have told you it was three hours. Gun to my head. Gun to my Gun gently snatched from Roti's hand to my head. It's a, it's a four hour movie. Yeah. Um, it sure okay. does feel like it. So then from Market Up, we go to the yeah, ro- Zydrate in mm, the... Yeah. Right? No, no, no. no because Roddy later. like like lures Shiloh to the fair. To the we kind of get more of the, his like, Renaissance street fair they're having. Yeah, we get a little bit more of Roti's like plot and like what mm-hmm. he's planning, which uh, he says very openly to the audience that his entire plan is to fuck over his three kids, <laughs> right? Who he hates. Yeah, and. That's give, not subtextual. It right. is honestly. I do want to. He wants to give like, the company to right. Alexa Vega, Shiloh, yes. the, yeah. the daughter, the, <laughs> the dog. Kill ya! Kill ya! I do want to like shout out this the screenwriters for you know really giving us a, an antagonist that we spend a lot of time with. We find out his like true motivations, and it's like a really deep character study of Roti Largo. It is. it is, you know, and he really personifies um, this actor whose name I, is not coming to me at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he he really does. Paul Sorvino. Yes, Sorvino. He <laughs> does an amazing job at. I think portraying this character as feeling like they are the hero of their own yeah, story. Yeah, hundred percent. He's like, um, my these fucking kids. He's fucking. <laughs> these fucking. He's like, they kids. ain't gonna get shit. 
Well, and they shouldn't, but also. Right. Um, okay. Let's take a quick break. I know we're only 20 minutes into the movie, but we have been talking for 45. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. So where we left off was um, Roti had lured Alexa Vega to the cemetery and screamed at her in the car and was like, <laughs> yeah. I have the I have the cure for you. Right. That's the whole thing. He's like, I can yes. cure your disease. Yes. Does he actually have the cure? Yes. Well, there isn't a cure because she's not sick. He, she's has, like, the knowledge. Don't yeah. take he your- has the knowledge of the fact that okay. her dad is poisoning her. But not How only does he know that because he. I think I think he orchestrated that whole plan for the dad for Nathan. Mm. Like I think it was because <laughs> I don't think Marnie actually had a blood disease. Uh, I think that's what he tells. I think that's what the dad tells Shiloh. I mean, it's never indicated either way. But <laughs> in your world, but no, we see in, in, that, in we my see canon, in, yeah. we see in flashbacks <laughs> that mm, yeah. Marnie was sick mm-hmm. like was she sick see- or was she pregnant <laughs> yeah i think she was having i i don't I think maybe she just she had a anemic. tough preg maybe she it was a die. geriatric preg she didn't die from that she died from being poisoned yeah. but I mean, you're right it? she was she was ill though yeah, 2011 to Ill. 2040 makes her 39 nope 29 mitch cut that um, <laughs> <laughs> so he, we can't let people know that we don't I'm know how to do so math. Bad at math i'm like on the lead, and i haven't done my brain games today so I mean, my brain's you, not warmed up you're not warmed up i'm not warmed up you're not ready to go you mean watching this absolute masterpiece of a film hasn't <laughs> set you up for success for the day i will honestly say it ruined it my brain for the day. <laughs> it honestly probably set me back a couple hours <laughs> actively set me up for unsuccess <laughs> Well, hey, any impact. You know. <laughs> any hole is a goal. Any hole is a goal. <laughs> okay. He also, there's also a fair where they show off all their new products, Gene Co. Yeah. Um, and there's more. It's also just like press. Okay. How often are the operas happening? I think it's only once. They So or, I don't know if the yeah, full-blown opera is happening, but Sarah Brightman's character, Blind Mag, who we haven't really touched on quite a lot right. yet. Insane that they call her Blind Mag when she's not even she's, blind. She, she used, used to be blind. To be blind. And she used to be blind. Mm. <laughs> and that's when Roti takes... <laughs> Sarah Burroughs wishes. <laughs> she wishes. Eat your heart out, SB. It's Go see her revival of Waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that it is a revival. Don't forget it is a revival. I will not. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so he like kidnaps her even though... He like kidnaps uh, Shiloh to take her to the fair, even mm. though he told her what he was going to do, and he actually invited her. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. And Indeed. yet, when she goes downstairs to meet him, mm-hmm. is asking what is going on and why you're kidnapping me. It's and like you had whole, an accord, and she's even she even gets like gassed by the she fucking does. like uh, rubber female girls. Yeah, yeah, the rubber barbell girls. <laughs> uh, like she literally, they just grab Not her necessary. out of the mausoleum yeah. and she was like 
on her she's like i'm i'm she's, on my way to the meeting like we, what are you doing we, I'm, I'm here i'm i made it <laughs> i came I'm on t- like I'm I said five I minutes early be, yeah the woman bodyguards are like we are arguing she's like no we're not <laughs> we're not she's like diva i have no beef with you <laughs> I have no beef. and so that's where when she gets taken to the fair with yeah. roti mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's where she meets blind mag for the first time mm-hmm. right and then we're launched into another comic sequence that yes. reveals blind so many fucking comics origin story. Yeah, her her story yes which we find out that blind mag and marnie were best friends and marnie's the dead mom <laughs> don't get it twisted i don't, don't know if that was twisted. clear don't but marnie is the dead mom um yeah and then blind meg who again and i can't stress it enough is not blind um sees because she is not, not blind, blind alexa vega and is like you look just like your mom yeah you must be my goddaughter and that's actually not how goddaughters work but well, go off queen you know i mean marnie's not there to contest so <laughs> correct um the dead mom and <laughs> so we cannot stress this enough but another, she is the dead mom yeah an important part of blind mag's backstory is that she used to actually be blind yes and the whole reason why she her name is now you know it's a misnomer essentially yeah, essentially that it's a trick it's a trap is that gene co has given her um a new set of corneas yeah that also they have like a little extra juice in them yeah and <laughs> they can make exchange, they can do stuff yeah they, can, they got they got tricks they got tricks and in exchange for that she has to be the spokesperson yeah for the company and she has a beautiful singing voice obviously because it's sarah brightman and she does like all of the uh like pr type Right. stuff and she and also, like, frequently is singing and performing yeah, on like behalf for of the company. the company so i don't know if the operas are constantly happening but yeah. she's always performing it's all yeah so. it's like because it feels like a regular thing it feels mm-hmm. like it's like kind of like this world's like 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 a late night show yeah like the, the genetic opera the genetic opera mm-hmm. yeah like she normally introduce, sings on tv yeah yeah to introduce the new product and it feels like because we get to the opera eventually and they have there's a ribbon like cutting yeah yeah and there's like testimonials happening like yeah. well i was a struggling single mom until gene co gave and, me a new kidney like it's very yeah. i used to be ugly and now i'm hot like yeah so it feels like just like um what's like a qvc show or not yeah. a qvc but like you know when yeah people would get on like the george foreman grill and it's just yeah. a half hour block of selling yes. the george foreman grill but like in a talk show style 100%. that's what it feels like but it's like in this world it's an opera in this world it's an opera yeah. before gene co my anatomy my anatomy was completely repressed <laughs> completely repressed <laughs> an incredible line frankly i would argue can, that it should be that way can we talk but... about the extras in this movie because they are performing they're doing they're the work. they are doing they got the assignment and they delivered on that assignment they said we know what is going on and it is shock and awe shock and awe shock and literally awe. the entire time they're in the background they're just reacting and that is acting is acting <laughs> i thought acting was just lying acting is storytelling so telling a story while she's being held captive in a tent alexa vega well um the grave robber. it's really hard to break out of tents the grave robber Seriously. just um Rips slices the canvas <laughs> and says <laughs> here's a way out feels like she could have gotten there on her right. own I, honestly. and she's like you know what i will follow you even though the only other time i've seen you is when you were using a corpse as a battering ram <laughs> And taking people's brain juice out of their dead bodies. Brain juice. For fun. Yet again, 
agreeing to follow this person <laughs> and still the whole the whole path acting like she's been kidnapped. Yeah, <laughs> she's fully. like, I have to get home. And he's like, oh, I'm you followed you me. You followed me here. You followed me into this dirty, wet street. <laughs> I don't understand. I have to get home. My dad is going to be so angry. And he's like, okay, Diva, I got drugs to sell. Like, I, I don't know what you want from me. This is not on my agenda. It's right. so funny because everyone except Alexa Vega's language is so heightened yes. and like formal. They're all calling each other brother and sister mm-hmm. and father. And like, she is like, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make it even so discordant. I think it's that's so funny. probably to like emphasize the fact that she's 17. I do Yes, but like, or to just know. put the focus on her as being like, different. I'll yeah. be honest. I think it's just because they were not going to make the rhyme or syllable work if they yeah. had put in if they had put in father. That makes sense. <laughs> that also works. Again, most of this is sung through. Yeah. Um, almost completely the majority, is there any dialogue that I isn't think, sung i think there's only like one just or two a lines. little bit yeah just a little bit it's not it's a true opera, opera. Yeah. opera yeah they are singing everything which i'll be honest makes it tough <laughs> it's hard it makes it's it hard. hard to follow it's hard and i think they knew that which is why they relied so much on the comic interludes yeah which are just like one line and it's hard because explanations. like everything is so one note and it's there's no like and like, the note is yeah exactly it's like really hard to just follow it you know uh, i've seen this movie multiple times and i'm still discovering new every things day. Every, <laughs> every day every viewing time. reveals a new facet that's, that's what makes it a masterpiece <laughs> that's true much like yeah much continuing like all the to best teach shows. the children teach the children and they will listen um okay so when the grave robber um, kidnaps slash just walks away from the tent and Alexa Vega right. follows, sure. um, then they go to the back. He's like, really quick, before I take you home, I do have to make one quick stop. <laughs> to sell some drugs. On a dirty, wet street. Um, and then he's just, <laughs> she they walk down the street and a sex worker walks up to Alexa Vega and goes, how old are you? And she's like, I'm, I'm. 17 and she goes i had my first surgery when i was 13 and i've been fucking ever since (laughs) four four months later i was turning trips so good that's so great and then just like like hello how are you how do you do nice to meet you I have been having sex for money and drugs. <laughs> it's very much the years. new in town of this yeah. this yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah. Um. And then he and then that turns into very like this man is having sex, but also delivering relief to these sex Edex, workers. Essentially, yeah. And repos eleven o'clock number. Yeah. Yeah. Which happens Zydrate and anime. Fifteen minutes into the movie. Um. And it's and it's first eleven o'clock number. <laughs> first. First of many eleven o'clock numbers. Um. Yeah. And. And then that's when we're introduced to Amber's addiction problem. Yeah. Right. Doesn't really seem to come back up. Um, no one's mad that she's addicted to Zydrate. They're mad that she's addicted to surgery. surgery. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. And also, I do feel like it's trying to like comment on cosmetic surgery. Sort of. There's a bit in the beginning where they're like, it's about organ transplants. Right. And and I totally understand that commentary. But they're like, also, now people are just getting surgery for fun like right you want to run faster you want to be better you want a bugatti you want a maserati right. you gotta get a new heart bitch like yeah. very that yeah. and, and i just feel I like it's trying to do the whole cosmetic slippery slope thing yeah. where it's like if you can just augment the things that you don't like like enhance and computer enhance your beauty mm-hmm. then then your life is perfect but at what cost and when does it stop right yeah and i'm just here to say like and nothing wrong with a little filler baby 
Yeah. Let me lift and tuck. Let me just like. If that's your gig, that's your gig. No, as soon as I have the money to do it, I'm yeah. going to be looking snatched. <laughs> do I spend hours every morning looking in the mirror going this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, if I just. And then I, if I tape back my eyes. Yeah. And I. And, <laughs> and, yeah. And I look just this way and the lighting is just so. Um, <laughs> But so so I don't understand because it's like also. The surgery is very bad. Everyone has terrible scars. Yeah, it's all very obvious. <laughs> they yeah. look like Sally from well, that's Before a, Christmas. All stitched together. <laughs> exactly, but that's because again, I cannot stress this enough. They are being operated on in by sexy nurses in the middle of a street. In the street. In the street. That's where these surgeries are taking place. In a tent in the middle of you, the you street. You don't do surgery in a tent. Yeah. And while you're being a Dallas cowboy. Yes. And while you're being sucked and fucked. Like you're the richest woman in the world. Why aren't you getting a professional surgery right. in your home? Well, that's because they shot him in the head. <laughs> they keep killing all the good doctors oh, now the on good ABC. Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> co-starring Noah Galvin. Uh, co-starring Harlan Hill, um, <laughs> who was also on Real Housewives of Atlanta playing himself as a therapist. What? Oh I, the, the web. I don't understand. <laughs> Okay. Don't talk about my husband, Harry Focus. Hamlin. Um, okay, so also there's this second subplot, which only gets told to us through a magazine article, um, that Blind oh, Mag yeah. is going to get her eyeballs snatched. Yes, she's in the process of trying leaving like, the leave, company. Yeah, mm-hmm. And and Roddy is trying to uh, show this, they're trying to lead this narrative to the public that they're departure that mag's departure is amicable and that they're not mm-hmm. going like, to conscious uncoupling yes and that they're not going to go after her mm-hmm. for but her that's eyeballs. all a little lie <laughs> it's a little trick yeah. yeah yeah for fun and instead he is so so there's this rumor because also everyone knows that if you don't pay your bills right the repo man comes to take your organs back this is like because like it's a whole like they tell you at the beginning of the movie this is like a legalized process. Yeah, essentially. there's posters all over like keep repossession yeah. legal. It's all over that this is like allowed. Right. And so I don't understand what the like what is a scandalo about Blind Mag having to give back her eyeballs. I think probably just because she's a beloved like figure. Yeah, like yeah public figure. figure. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, you're totally right. She's in breach of contract. <laughs> you breach the contract. <laughs> you don't get to keep your eyeballs. <laughs> Or your life, maybe. <laughs> or maybe your life. Whatever comes, and your other organs, if we want to take them. Honestly. <laughs> he checks the spine for the barcode, and then he's like, oh, well, I'm here. Right. <laughs> Pick up a heart again. Might as well take a couple more. <laughs> couple corneas. It's not like he's going to be using them anymore. I mean, the repo man can have a little heart for himself. Yeah. As a treat. As a treat. As a treat. As a treat. Fully. Um, okay, so, but this is the first Alexa Vegas hearing of it, and she is in love with Blind Mag, and she's right. like, how very dare. Mm-hmm. They snatch her eyes. Um, I don't want her eyes to get repossessed. No one does. Nobody does. Nobody, Nobody wants does. that, babe. Um, and so she's like, she takes his magazine home to read for later. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time where an outside object is actually questioned by Anthony Stewart Head. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Not, bugs, we, bugs are fine. <laughs> this magazine? Where the fuck where did, did this you come get from? This? And it also <laughs> appears to be a magazine like that primarily focus on the goings on of the repo man he's yes. on the cover it's like slice magazine it's a, yeah. it's a tablet <laughs> yeah. for folks it's probably like it's uh like propaganda he's the spider-man he's yeah. the spider-man of this world yeah. where he's like bring there's me pictures an, of spider-man yes, there's an editor who's like tell me what the repo man is doing <laughs> 
tell me. Um, and it's actually Anthony Stewart. Yeah, he's, he's delivering the pictures of Reed. taking pictures of himself <laughs> to put himself through med school. It's a whole it's thing. It's a whole thing. Um, yeah, he... <laughs> He is an aspiring doctor. <laughs> the the being the repo man really uh, lit a passion in him for mm-hmm. you know opening people up. Right over the past seventeen years, <laughs> it'll do it'll do that. To it'll you. do that to you. You either That'll you know big. die before you're the hero, or you live to become the villain. Yeah, um, exactly. Dies. I don't remember how it goes. Doesn't no, matter. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Also, at the same time that Alexa Vega is learning about the contract to take back Blind Max's eyes, Nathan slash repo man is right. like being called to Roti's office and he's like you gotta snatch this bitch's eyes you gotta take her eyes and he's like she was my wife's best friend right. the dead mom <laughs> and I just have to say I am pretty sure that were I to die 20 years later Mitch wouldn't be able to pick out my best friends from a life <laughs> <laughs> Meryl we're sitting right here you have to, we will you have also to be dead by then. So bodily true. harm these people. Mitch would be like, mm, okay, we'll see how they have any connection to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> I've never met you in my life. He only knows people by their emojis in the, my text names, my contact names. <laughs> um, but he's like, I can't. That's my wife's best friend and also my daughter's godmother, apparently. Although I have questions about the legality of that process. He doesn't seem to fucking care about that at all. No, because she goes to visit, but he doesn't want to take her eyeballs. Right, but it's like a situation of like, he like told Mag that Marnie was, or that um, Shiloh was dead. Right. Like, he didn't want Mag to know that she was alive for some reason. Like, that's never explained, like, why he lied to (laughs) Well, in my head, Canon. Well... (laughs) No, so and please do take us there. Yeah, oh, uh, baby, I'll take you there. The, um, I think the again, it's all sort of around this mysterious, like him keeping Shiloh sick, continuing mm-hmm. to like slowly poison her over the course of seventeen years, mm-hmm. and in order like for that to go successfully, it's like she can't have any ties to the outside world. I would guess because yeah, of course, as soon as Mag realizes that she is in fact alive, she tries to bust her out of that house so well if i've read any ya novel about a girl who can't go outside because she's too sick the key is to never let her meet anyone or she'll go outside and discover she's not actually what's that one what's that one um oh no No, she actually is sick (laughs) she definitely is no the one with um amanda stenberg the movie adaptation of it the the one where she gets she like lives in like an old victorian type style village and she escapes with a pair of blue jeans It's no, but it's sister of the traveling pants. Yes, starring America Ferrera. Um, Don't get it twisted. Um, it's not the sun is also a star. What is it? God damn it! Um, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the point Running is, you can't let people know that you have a sick child. Otherwise, they'll be like, actually, you're not sick. And then yeah. the whole munch <laughs> process is ruined. But yeah. actually, like, if I know anything from uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, <laughs> um, people don't find that out until you've been murdered by your daughter and her boyfriend from the internet. <laughs> so, right. right. It was everything, everything. Um, <laughs> that is the name of the film. Oh. Okay. So, um, all right. Da, 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 da. Blind Meg is like, I gotta go visit this bitch. Uh, <laughs> that is true. And she does, serving a look, honestly. The way that Sarah, Sarah Brightman, Sarah Brightman looks is always in turning this a film, look in this film is like how I, as a 16 year old, was like, that is how I should look. 
Like that's the vibe that I'm trying. That's the aura I'm trying to project all the time. It's just like lace and corsets and like also a cowl. But like yeah. gorgeous hair, yeah. just like full. She's wearing three wigs. Man. Oh, fully many bundles. And what did what did we decide that the size of those lashes were? Six oh four. Yeah, <laughs> they had to be at those least lashes a, were a three oh six weeps at the length. Yeah. Honestly, she like I don't understand how the lashes aren't getting tangled up when she blinks. Yeah. They're so unbelievable. Like long. she had to go through a lot of lash training. Yeah, oh. very true. Like she tink, did tink, some tink. like yeah, yeah, it's very like she, uh, they make noise when she blinks. They must. <laughs> Just a soft like. <laughs> that's what ASMR that's the AS, that, I was just gonna say. That's the ASMR that I want. It's mm-hmm. Sarah Brightman blinking. The <laughs> winks are always ashes. lost because you can hear them. <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching Sarah Brightman do a mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into some niche territory. <laughs> just scooping cheesy rice into her mouth. <laughs> She's um, destined for it. She's destined. Disgusting. Ra- wrapping cheese around a chicken wing and just horking it on cam. <laughs> That's the kind of content I want to see from Sarah Brightman. Um, so Sarah Brightman's like, come away with me, Nora Jones style. And yeah. and Alexa Vega's like, I really can't. My dad's going to be so fucking pissed. Yeah. He's going to be so pissed. And then Sarah Brightman's like, oh yeah, does your dad do this? And then pro- projects a hologram of Alexa Vega's mom. Dead the mom. dead mom. The dead mom. Um, in and is like, oh yeah, look at this, and she's like, wow, look what I can do with my peepers. Look, it's just like all the pictures on my wall, except it's coming from your eyeballs for some reason, <laughs> right. which is upsetting to me. I know. Shiloh looks at it like it's the first picture of her mom she's ever seen. The when pictures she's literally are standing literally right next everywhere. To, she's literally as this is being projected in front of her. She's literally standing right next to a picture of her mother. She goes to bed every night with a portrait of her mother looking down on yeah, her on the like, ceiling. Like it's truly it doesn't make it's any her sense. Her sync poster. But that distracts her long <laughs> enough for Nathan to get home, repo man. Of course. Um and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they're fighting and Alexa's like, Dad, what the hell? Yeah. And nothing gets resolved, but Sarah Brightman does get thrown out of the house. Yes. And then that is where we get the another eleven o'clock number, seventeen. Yes, one of many. With the Joan Jet. With the Joan Jet. Yes. Um, and a dancing skeleton. And I just think we need to talk more about the and skeleton also, in a wig dancing. And the Thank stuffed you. animals that are bebop. Yeah, I was going to say the stuffed them. animals as well. Beep boop, beep boop. Yeah. It's truly amazing. It's a great like little riot girl punk rock number. Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he slaps her across the face and we are jarred back to reality. <laughs> yeah. Launched out of that <laughs> fantasy. <at> home. <laughs> um, and then she's. She's like, Dad, fuck you, and runs out of the house. Yes. Uh, well, no, how because does that he, lo- he locks her he in locks the room, her in, and yeah. he goes to his laboratory. And then he goes to his laboratory to put on his little jacket. He's got it. Like what he's actually doing behind the scenes in this moment is like stopping the other repo men from going to get Mag. Got it. Yeah, he's like that was not clear to because, me because <laughs> because he because he also walked away from his yeah, agreement. That's basically, a, right. that's what is happening. Is they that's why all the men are going after him because he walked away from his contract. They right. did not bring guns. That's why they get sliced. That's why they get sliced. Because again, nobody is using guns in this movie. So he's yeah trying to. There both. are two guns that go off, and it does not make any sense because everybody is carrying guns. <laughs> And the targets of the guns. Are. And how. Uh, but yeah, so he's trying to protect like himself, obviously, but also trying to make sure that Mag lives or okay. that, that somebody else doesn't hunt her down. Yeah. Also. Got it. So he is kind of behind the scenes. Alexa Vega doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. 
because she still at this point does it's not realize dramatic irony yeah. okay so then how does she get from her house to the room full of illusion furniture she gets invited <laughs> so she gets another call the on her tricks on her apple watch <laughs> yes on she gets a call on her apple watch very ahead of the times this oh movie. my god they knew what was coming down they, the pipeline they really did they yeah, it's very help me obi-wan yeah. <laughs> you're my only hope you're my only hope <laughs> yes. and so uh roti messages her on on the apple watch and says come to the opera tonight right uh because i still touting this whole thing of i know how to cure you and also i know things about your mom and blah right. blah blah and so she actually has that's a why key. you shouldn't keep secrets from your child because they couldn't get lured away they by lured away. Uh, like megalomania right. <laughs> head of a corporation gaslighting them yeah, um, yeah. A, my thing about this sequence is if anthony stewart head knows that shiloh can get out of her room why does he keep he, locking her in there? I don't think he does know because she no, has, because she was fully like out of the house when Maggie. She had it. She has a key hidden during right, right, right. during okay. the at the opera tonight, a la West Side Story quintet, mm, and how um and you know and showed West Side Story how it should have been done. The she actually snatches a <laughs> <Bold> key statement. <laughs> she she snatches a key that she has hidden. So mm-hmm. right. the dad does not know that she can get out of her room because he locked the door, but she also yeah, yeah, has yeah. that. But then it also harkens back to when she's singing, I'm infected and she's trying to tug at the door <laughs> I, at this point, just to be dramatic. Oh, Cause <laughs> she's she, doing a bit. She clearly, she <laughs> clearly drama. didn't truly want to leave the room. Yeah. No, right. it's, it's for effect. Haven't we all done that? Oh, many yeah. a time. You know, oh, it's like God. when you're fake lip syncing and then you're pretending you're in a music video and you like look up dramatically. Yeah, like, I don't need to look at anything. This you, is for effect. You look out the bus and you pretend that you're <laughs> yeah, sad. Exactly. Hand on the window. It's called acting. And Driver <laughs> tried it. <laughs> so, so that's how she... on the Broadway for acting tips. Yes. Yes. So that's how she escapes the room. Okay. And Mag, meanwhile, is fully saying, uh, yeah, I pretty much know that I'm... that." All these bitches are coming for me. <laughs> Everyone's always trying to come for me. And she starts to plot her own and little trick. Yeah. She's going to pull her own. She's like, she's a stunt queen. She's she a stunt queen. I mean, she comes in flying on wires. I'll yeah. be honest. So I will serve queen. one last lurk. Yeah. I can, I can clock a reveal most of the time. Mm-hmm. I did not clock this. You did this. not. This clock, I did this not clock this. I was like, wow, what an clocked. interesting finger accoutrement she has on. But all the costumes are so insane that yeah, I, mm-hmm. it just flew right under the radar. Yeah. Um, as opposed to when every queen on Drag Race is like, what, this big cape? <laughs> you think there's something else under there's, this? This is my normal big cape that I'm always wearing I'm and people always are always saying this. I'm famous for a big cape. Surprise. It's actually three capes. <laughs> this is my cape. I don't wear capes. I don't wear capes. <laughs> um, so I do think that uh, I was... I was truly gooped and gagged when Oops. she says she sings a whole opera. Couldn't understand a damn word of it. I think it's it. all. It was in Italian. Yeah, it's all in Italian what? until the last. I don't speak two Italian, lines. and I said that going in, and still you made me watch this. <laughs> and then she. Oh, by the way, you're gonna want to get the subtitles for this movie. It's in Italian. <laughs> yeah, fully. the whole thing. And then at the end, she's like, "And that's why I'm giving back my eyes." <laughs> And then and she gouges her eyes fucking out. Self-immolates. Just <laughs> she fully does. Yeah, rips those little something. suckers right out. And the very glamorously. And Roti's like, "You stupid bitch! You know I love drama, and you've fully <laughs> taken my thunder. So it's time to die." And then slices her ropes. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. dangerous when you're flying people or sets in to slice the ropes. Yes. Um, and true. she falls right down on a p- uh, wrought, a wrought iron, iron fence. fence. <laughs> That's on stage for some reasons. Reason. I don't know. It's part of the set. This truly what was terrible the set? set. A dead tree in the mountains? <laughs> what is the fence? 
it's doing and there. And the snow. And Don't the snow. forget the snow. And she falls right on a spike and dies. To but she death. looks incredible. <laughs> she's snatched while doing it. She, she is looks so fully good. Like her. She's got her corset. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. got her lace. It's hot. Gorgeous. Those are real Wearing the 604. Yeah, fully. <laughs> Um, We must stress that when she gouged her eyeballs out, she did not touch the lashes. No, she did not. The lashes stayed on when you gouged the eyeballs out. Well, it's a long finger, like finger claw. So it just tucks neatly right into her eye and she goes, pop them out. Yeah, just goop. Um, Okay. So at this point, now this is the climax. This is where everything is. This is the 11 o'clock. All the strings are. They're coming together. Coming together. Um, And. Alexa Vega runs on the stage? No, Repo Man comes She's, first. Well, because she... So first she has to go to the, the room of tricks. Right, oh, right, also, right, right. We, I forgot we, she fought her dad. We okay. can't... We Focus. can't... We also simply cannot gloss over the fact that Roddy Largo has a Mad Libs will. <laughs> I did forget that. He's like, I know who I'm going to leave my company to. Whips out a document that's just like, I hereby leave all of my shit to... Blank. Blank. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, I've given it a lot of thought and this is a legally binding document. <laughs> and just writes in his little quill Shiloh Wallace or whatever the fucking name is. The dead mom. Dead mom's daughter. Um, and that's in parentheses. <laughs> Shiloh Wallace. Daughter. Dead mom daughter. Um, and, and is like, that's it. Now it's done. No, can't le- This is, this is legally binding. Well, surely he had it notarized in between. We I just didn't see. So. It wasn't on screen. I don't think there was enough time, Keaton. I don't think there was. Yeah, Unless he was one a- of those Jen turns is also a notary. I don't think there's enough time. Honestly, well, they're they, very obviously multi-talented. They are multi-talented. So. They have. They can sing. They can they dance. Can sing, they, they can, can do dance, surgery. They can do surgery. They can dress a wound. They, they can have boobs. <laughs> they can triage. One of them has to be a notary. Like that's probably <laughs> required. Required. It Absolutely. It's a prereq. Yeah. Um, it's yes. In the application process. So uh, the reason we're calling the room that Alexa Vega is. Mm. Kid is actually kidnapped this time. She's, she's been locked in this room for now, for real. She, I think so. So she, when she arrives, it's like a green room. Of yeah, when yeah, she arrives at the opera tonight, she first of all gets another a gift from Roti, which is uh, her dead mom's dress. Yes, and also a ticket which to the like opera. Which is like a slip. It's not even a full dress. It's like a full nightie. Uh, of course, giving <laughs> still continuing to serve Victorian goth. Yeah, chic, of course. And she gets. Why taken, would you ever deviate from the aesthetic? Right. Why? 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 And so she goes into another room after she arrives at the opera, which uh, in this room, there is a projector with a video playing that is basically telling her that one of the repo men has broken his contract mm-hmm. and is going out and being crazy and killing people. And Rhodey says, the only person who can solve this problem is you, Shiloh. You have to kill the repo <laughs> this, man. You, this 17-year-old girl must kill the, this goes, giant monster. YA. Shailene Woodley was dying for this part. <laughs> it's just, yes. Oh, Shailene You're wishes. the only answer. You're the answer. Yeah. Um, Full divergent. And so then she goes into the, the Room of Illusions and Tricks. <laughs> the Room of um, Tricks. She goes there to set a trap. For the repo man, so Trappa. It, the trap yeah. is Trappa. a mannequin in a chair <laughs> yes. with yes. a veil on. Yes. yes, good trap. And maybe the clothes that she was wearing before she put on her yeah, 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 yeah. sexy dead well, mom's I mean, dress. Like, she is uh, Victor- serving Victorian goth, and if I know anything about Victorian goth, wearing a veil is very important to it's- that. Key to the look. I if know you are the not rituals wearing, are intricate. If you but are not wearing a veil, you're not doing Victorian Who's that goth. person supposed to be? The mannequin. Shiloh, I Her. think. Yeah. She, he's going to come kill his own daughter. It doesn't make any sense. How does the repo man know? No, because like he knows that she's not at home. Mm-hmm. I think. 
Right? I mean, I understand that, but I think like he's coming to kill people. He's, he's also being led. He's also being tricked. Yeah. By it's by Roti. He's orchestrating it so that the two of them meet up. Yes. Okay. So her task, I guess, is to go and find and get the get the repo man who she does not know at this point is it's her, her dad. father. Even um, though the clues are she does not right. well and she's never known his line of work for some reason and she knows that he's a they've he, known each he, other for 17 years he's a man of academia he yeah. i think he like tells her there because there's a, like one point where he's vivisecting somebody in a dirty wet street sure. and uh she's like is that one of your patients yeah so she must think he's just he, a run-of-the-mill doctor a doctor a normal doctor right yeah. not a not a, man, not a doctor not a um Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like... So still in the room of tricks. Time to bash the repo man. (laughs) She barely hits him, honestly. She whacks him with a shovel, doesn't even knock him out. She's 17. He just falls down a little bit. And it knocks off his helmet. It's really hard to knock people out, to be fair. It's true. And also she's 17 and she's been living in a bubble for 17 years. She's not strong. She doesn't have the muscles. She's very weak. She's She's been munched. She's been poisoned over the course (laughs) of 17 years. She's been munched for 17 years. She's no core to speak of. true and then she's like dad how could you i can't believe you're the repo man you have betrayed me in a way that i will never forgive right and then leaves i am inconsolable at this news (laughs) yeah right um and then she runs away and then she yeah she leaves the room leaves the dad there to have is it the green room because i feel like she gets to stage very quickly right it's gotta be the green room which, or like the prop room, maybe? Because yeah. that's where the big chair that's, that's the, why the big chair that's is where there. The chair and the mannequin are there. And the shovel. And the shovel. And the shovel. <laughs> and the shovel. Oh my god. There's a lot of accoutrement in that it's room. All coming yeah. together. It we must finally be the figuring prop it out. Room. Yeah. And so she runs. And that's of course, why it's a room of tricks. Straight to the stage. Yes. <laughs> well, that's we all do. She's an actor at heart. Mm, yes. I mean. <laughs> it was her calling. <laughs> we can smell the old planks and we just go a running. <laughs> um and just like Shiloh the and Dog. And she's like, oh no. My hero is dead. My hero slash godmother. Yes. Dead on this wrought iron fence. Looking snatched while doing it. My Her body God, is still fully on stage. What is happening? I'm so sad. And then the repo man is like, wait, come back. Mm-hmm. Follows her. Yeah. Someone slashes his knees. So, yeah. yeah like Because all of the, like, Roddy, Pavi, and um, Luigi. Luigi are all on stage. And then... Anthony Stewart head comes out and then Luigi slashes his knees mm-hmm. and he falls and then the curtain opens and there's this like big dramatic reveal of like mm-hmm. it's the repo man. Yes. And and for all of the listeners out there, Sarah Brightman did fully die on stage while performing in front yes. of an audience yeah. and the audience this whole time and for the rest of this uh you know culmination scene are, are watching, watching this and are led to believe that it's just a show that's being yes. put on ah uh, because they are acting and they, they are, are reacting they are fully reacting they're like booing and yes. cheering yeah. they're literally like leaning over to the, the next person saying like this is surely going to be nominated for a tony award yeah <laughs> we are seeing history yes um so correct a lucy lord at least mm-hmm. um so a lucy lord <laughs> at least so i just i guess my question is is the repo man beloved or reviled among the populace i don't know feared Unclear. or loved i mean he's just a, a government both. employee yeah <laughs> do you hate the person who works at the dmv that's no, a, I love a, them and yeah. I support them. Yeah. But so, I do have a lot of strong feelings about like, you know, press secretaries and well, sure. Anthony Fauci. Yeah. Surely, I feel like, it's, surely it's mixed reviews. I mean, yeah, it has to be. Because it feels like, but I guess, Roti is like, yeah. look who it is. It's the repo man. As though we're supposed to be upset, but like, 
He's doing work for you. Right. It's your company. Your company's the reason we need a repo man. And there's like a whole fucking magazine dedicated to this. So why do we hate the repo man when he only is doing this job because of you? you? But he also has started once Nathan, the dad. A live dad. The live dad, not the dead mom. (laughs) Husband of the dead mom. Yeah. Um, Father to the dead mom's daughter. daughter. (laughs) Uh, He... Once he walked away from that last uh, assignment, yes, um, which was to kill Blind Mag, they started putting out all of this. The Repo Man has gone crazy. He's mm, on the loose. He's on a rampage. He's so mm, like mm, tricking mm. Shiloh into. He's not murdering people who are poor. He's murdering people who don't deserve it at all. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But a commentary I think that, on society. Yeah, the people. I, mean, I think in general, I probably knowing. Um, human behavior mm. i'm sure around. that a lot of people in this society are probably like well then pay your bills yeah, yeah. no oh, well fully. that's how people are in this society so <laughs> yeah. i guess it makes sense right they're probably and like if this, i don't have that yeah. problem and yeah. if this is like essentially the like i don't know you could make an argument to say that this whole conceit is like the end stage of capitalism of like a company fully owning your body. Yeah. And it's all the financially elite because these are the people who can afford, like this is like the gala that they're going to. It's they're essentially at the Met Gala. Yeah. Yeah. That was a full tractor. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, these are the people who can afford to get these surgeries and it's just a, it's a fad that everybody's Mm -hmm. going through and, Oh, did you change your corneas this week? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. Right, right, and then right, the right, people right. who can't afford these surgeries and or defunct on their uh, essentially loans, mm-hmm. um, they just die. So Right. Sure. The people who hate the repo man are soon to be dead people. So. Yeah, I was exactly. going to say. Okay. So he's like, this is the repo man, the one that you all yeah. fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to do a reveal that doesn't affect you at all and will only emotionally yeah. devastate <laughs> this man and his daughter. All these people, he's just some guy. <laughs> like, I don't care about his it's family drama, yeah. actually. Yeah, like, if someone was like, this are the, these are the Sacklers, and did you know that he was betrayed? I'd be like, I don't care. Who is that? I don't give a shit. What are you talking this about? This has nothing to do with this my daily emotional life. emotional stake does not affect me right. in the least. But again, they are like putting on a show for the audience. So it's like, oh, yeah. like. Suspension of disbelief. Opera. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're at the theater. Yeah. They're like, oh, I get it. I am moved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, clearly they were. You saw some of those reactions on the, in the audience. They were very, very invested. They were in it. I did see. I rewound, in fact. So you on did. stage, Rhodey's like, guess what, Shiloh? You don't actually have a blood disease. And yeah. also, I have one more thing. To- he's like, you just have to breathe through it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to pass out. And he's like, no, no, no. Just fight just it. Breathe. So that's my question. Like, she does. It seems to have. It seems to me she does have these sort of spells. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're because of the medicine? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if she just falls asleep and then comes. To- if she just passes out and then comes to she's fine apparently yes and in this scenario it i guess theoretically happened i think the idea is that or what she's been led to believe by her dad is that if she continues to take her medicine she won't have these like fainting spells when the medicine is probably what is causing them which sort of like 
continues maybe the cycle it's the of withdrawal of the like, yeah it must be the withdrawal yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. would make more sense because yeah. if she can come to after the spell right yeah it would make more sense that it's like the withdrawal so it's the timing of the right because she has to take she gets a little alarm it's yeah. like take your medicine beep, yeah beep and so roti's probably like you yeah. aren't actually sick you just need to like wean yourself off of yeah, yeah. essentially cool, medicine. cool turkey baby yeah baby detox yeah. just to retox right um <sighs> <laughs> so then so she's like no i don't believe you and then she passes out and pulls blood and then she comes to and he's like i told you so <laughs> yeah. and then she's like dad how very dare you how could you right. you were the repo man and you munched me that's yeah. so rude um and he's like that's it's so rude <laughs> it's just because i loved you and she's like oh, seems she's like well that so does change. I, guess, I guess we have def- different definitions of what love means not better um but <laughs> But okay. Also, somehow in the time that she passed out, the whole stage has cleared, and they have they put have, yeah they put Repo him Man in, in a wheelchair in the big chair that was in the room of tricks. <laughs> yeah, and um and then it's just Roti and Shiloh and Repo Man on the stage. Yeah, and Roti produces a gun and is like, "Guess what? You're gonna get the whole company, but first you have to do this one quick thing: and kill your dad." Right. And she's in like, front of all of these people. She's like, "No, the live dad." The the alive dad still at this point. She's my alive dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, no, 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 I don't want to. Um, and he's he's like, okay, fine, fuck you. Roti takes the gun from her. Well, there's a blackout. No, no, no. Roti takes the gun oh, from her, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, she's yeah. like, takes it back again. And she, 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 she gently, gently removes the gun from his hand. And is like, no, no, actually, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> And then they're all talking and singing at once. And I honest to God, I don't know what was happening at this moment. But then the lights go out for some reason. Right. Again, who is stage managing this show? Who is calling these cues? What is happening? Would love to know. And it's all Pavi, actually. In the blackout. Oh, because Roti starts coughing. And so it seems yeah. like, because oh, yeah. he's sick. Again, remember, yet, he is terminal. When he when they open up the curtain to like reveal the Repo Man, he mm-hmm. like turns the audience. He says, I'm dying. Yeah. And everyone starts crying. Well, they love him. He like, has saved their lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so then he's like, uh, 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 I'm, I'm coughing and the lights go out and then under the cover of darkness, he snatches the gun back from Alexa Vega, shoots the repo man right. and eggs on stage left. Yeah. And then. Well, he promptly dies after that. Oh yeah. He Roti does. dies yeah, after Roti that? Dies. Yes. Yeah. On stage. He, he Did fall- we see that or was yes. it told yeah. to us? No. It, no he does. It's all dramatic. It's I like. missed Because it's about, like the way that they shot it and the way that it happened. It like, I felt like they were trying to be like. It was a sympathetic death, and I was like, "He, we just watched him murder two people. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, why? Why do we care about this man?" He literally he shoots uh, Nathan, the Repo right. Man, live dad, now dead dad. Yeah, and and then Pour he reveals to I, everybody, or he's talking to the sons, uh, Luigi and and Poppy, basically and being, tells them that they are not getting the company. Yeah, they're like reinforcing that. that. Yeah, and then he's like, "Go away! I hate you! I hate you, my stupid fucking children!" And then Amber comes and back. You don't oh, get we, any either. We didn't even talk about the fact that Amber's, Amber's face, face fell off. off. Yeah, <laughs> and then he succumbs to his illness. Oh, yeah. on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, lucky for him. And it was like yeah. it so he's just one of the bodies. Too. Good yeah. timing. Okay, yeah. I missed that somehow. I missed him falling down. I remember all of that except for the part where he dies. It happened in slow It's a slow motion shot was i cl- was i blinking like what <laughs> i don't do you remember this he's not listening this is a, no, i don't this remember this scene at all um okay yeah let's back up a little bit um to discuss that so amber's whole dream amber sweet's dream is that she is a star and a she wants blind meg stars. gone be blind mag gone because 
she wants her job, not because yeah. she has any beef about the eyes. Right. She's just like, no, I'm the star. And so she kind of uh-huh. is becoming like the opening number for Blind Mag at the opera. Yeah. She comes out. Um, She's after had the, one too many surgeries. And the gin turns do their sexy dance. Their sexy dance. And, and they do a little, a little like orgy on stage. Orgy on stage. Yeah. And then Amber comes out and she keeps trying to like put her face back on. But she didn't learn from Pavi's technology yeah. that she should just clip it on just have a little hair clip like a little barrette and she yeah. spins around in her little marie antoinette costume and, and her, her face, face falls fully right off onto right the floor. onto the floor just <laughs> just mrs doubtfire out the windows <laughs> yes. onto this onto the stage yes. oh no oh no dear um and and that is truly maybe in my opinion the greatest moment in cinema <laughs> Yeah. It's very funny. And it's everyone boos. Everyone, everyone puts their yeah. thumb down and boos <laughs> her. And she runs off stage. Okay, so and she so, and she has like and it, her face is all bloody now because she doesn't have any skin. Yeah, on she's her inside face. out, man. Yeah. She looks like yeah. um the, the body exhibit. Yeah. And she just then she runs away. I assume to get like some antibiotics on there because her blood is just exposed to the air. I mean, right. And she's then comes played. back does a wig change by the way because she is in her Important. blonde marie antoinette wig and when she comes back to be skirt like spurned by roti mm-hmm. she is in a black bob yes. um very velma kelly and yes. and how and and he's like uh i hate you luigi i hate you pavi you're both fucking idiots and amber's like in the wings and he goes and fuck you too <laughs> and she's like all right and turns around and fuck leaves. you fuck you fuck, <laughs> fuck you you're cool i'm out 100 and then apparently he dies which again i miss <laughs> So then it's just Alexa Vega and Repo Man on the stage. Again, the audience is just sitting still for yeah, all of this, not doing this a damn thing. thing. Still saying this is amazingly entertaining. <laughs> this is the a, acting the, incredible. The acting is yeah. incredible. And she's cradling her dad and they're singing this song about how actually they do love each other. And yeah. we're sorry we had all of the fights. Sorry for my teen angst. Is it? Um, <laughs> they are touching. <laughs> they're they are fully holding each other. Um, she's like, Dad, Dad, I'm so sorry. And then she sings to the audience as she walks outside. And I guess all the limousine drivers and bodyguards were made aware of the will yes. before because they all <laughs> like kneel to her as though she is the rightful heir. Right. <laughs> They're like, Correct. yes, of course, our new boss. Our new boss. While she's singing this song, she's finally realized, which is a flip from her original number, mm-hmm. I'm Infected, mm-hmm. about having an an emotional crisis over being victim to her own genetics or the blood disease that she thinks she has. Now this has flipped on its head and she's singing a song about knowing that it's about what you do. It's your choices. It's It's your choices. It's very much a nature versus nurture. (laughs) It's it's not destined. It's not fated. Yeah. It's not written in the stars. Do I have free will or... Yeah. yeah. So then, is ultimately, it is really an eternal question, it's one honestly. that we've been talking about for years. Yeah, yeah. this show is very man versus self. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, I, that's that's the core, as I think, well plot. as man versus man. And, yeah. <laughs> it's just a she goes on Repo a journey man. of self discovery. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, she does. Um, and then she decides she doesn't want to argue be rich. that this is a uh, coming of age movie. <laughs> I I would argue that. No, I get it. Like, I wouldn't want to run Gene Co because. It's a bad company. Well, you're constantly doing lawsuits with Jinko Jeans, and it's like, who owns the rights? But also because... And you have to continue lobbying Congress. Yeah. yeah. Well, and who like, wants to do that, Like, I honestly? get it. And also, like, all the children, I assume, will t- attempt to murder her. Yeah, um, yeah basically. But I mean, Luigi's probably already sharpening his knives. You yeah. think that, like, Repo Man is bad. You think the idea of... Right. You think that what this company is doing is bad. Wouldn't you step Wouldn't... up to be the CEO to, like... 
and then shut, shut it, all it all down. down. Take it down. Well, as we know from systemic change, you can't change the system from the inside. Disagree, though. Disagree in this very specific <laughs> in this instance. very specific instance. You probably could. It would be like if Jeff Bezos fucking kicked the bucket and left it all to Shailene Woodley, and she was like, "Okay, <laughs> let me change the game." Um, but that doesn't happen. She's like, Don't "No, no." Tempt me with a and good I'm time. not sure what other jobs there are because I haven't seen anyone Literally, doing does any jobs. Anything in this movie? Like at least in Beauty and the Beast, we get a walkthrough of the town where she's yeah, like yeah, butcher yeah. baker. There's the lady who buys all the eggs. Right. There's the tailor. <laughs> that is her job. There's the bookman. Job is to buy eggs. <laughs> like, like we get an idea that this town actually does yeah, commerce. It like has a. Whereas this town seems to just be people um, getting surgery. And turning tricks. Yeah, basically. So I'm not sure what she turns down this offer to be CEO I wonder for. if it's a, search, it's a situation where, like, everyone works for Gene Co. Yeah. And then... Also, she has had no formal education. So, yeah, like, oh, what are absolutely. you going to... This was. This is a job. This is what you should have this done. This is a job that's been handed to you on a silver platter. Yeah. And you're going to just say no. Walk away? And let okay. the terrible children continue to be terrible and run this terrible business yeah yeah, yeah i don't yeah, know i yeah. just some, i guess what i'm saying is that i think that shiloh's the villain <laughs> wow a hot take hot take mm. should have died like the dog should have died <laughs> should have died like the dog now does he die in the first one second one or third one how did they make three more shiloh movies He's unclear he doesn't they do that thing that people do they keep adopting new dogs and calling it the same damn name <laughs> no that's not how the books go <laughs> Are they books or are they movies? A, they're both. Books. <laughs> they're both, bitch. I don't actually know if um, it's a movie or not. There's three books. I do think there is a movie. I think there's one movie. Yeah, maybe. there's one. Um, I think it's based so on somehow the first book. Amber gets the company. Yeah, the takeaway. Yeah, the takeaway she there. She just like walks up and she's like, I guess she I'm, just whites out I'm on the, the line. Jeffy now. Well, to be yeah, fair, I'm the Jeffy. To be fair, I think she was probably running on the idea that like, oh well, Roddy never formally told me that he didn't want me to get the company because yeah. he sent it to the brothers. All he, did, all he did was tell me to fuck because off, she was so. not on stage when that reveal had happened. That's she true. was in the wings, and then so, Pavi and Luigi start fighting. Yeah. yeah, so she got out her little Bitcoin shell and just whited out on the line and wrote in Amber. She borrowed some whiteout from Thorgy Thor. Amber. Yes. And, uh... And Amber then, Amber Atkins. And now she's the boss, and she sold her f- face to charity. Except uh-huh. for the face went to Pavi. Who now looks... Who, who, now, who now wears, wears her face. Okay, sister's also, face. there is, like, one passing reference. I'm so sorry to run it all the way back to yeah, mark yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a reference where Luigi and Amber are, like, kind of, like, fuck fighting, and then she licks his ear after kicking him in the balls, and Pavi's like... I think you two should do it. And yeah. that's it. And like, we don't, that's yeah. never touched on again. Yeah, like, I don't it's understand. Fucked. Essentially, this is the proto succession. Yeah, but I want like more, like, I would be, I want the weird, like, this incestuous, freaky family yeah. that's like fighting murder. Give me the full Hamlet. Yeah. Like, I want to see it. But also, we don't, we get one line in a song and yeah. then nothing. And for some reason, she becomes the heir. And it's not even like, like it, if Pavi wanted to fuck her, it would make sense that he like bought her face and Luigi kills all the bitters and then Pavi buys the face and she's like, I'm going to reinvent Gene Co, but I'm not like, I don't understand yeah. the ending of the movie, I guess. Keaton, explain to me. Yeah, the ending, No, I think that's, I think yeah. that's pretty spot on. Honestly, I like, it really is. I think it's just for the shock value of it still didn't go to either of the brothers and it went to Amber who didn't really even care about having like taking control of the company to begin right, with. Right. Um, and I think 
it, you know, having your face fall off on stage changes really changes the person. Person. Really changes person. Changes a person. And really maybe not her, but someone. Maybe, really maybe for the better. It's really humbling. Maybe for the better. For good, one might say. Wow. I wouldn't say that quite <laughs> that way, but um, sure. permanently. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that sense. Well, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> and, so. Okay. And then it's done. And then the movie is just the over. The movie's over. Yeah, basically. We get uh, one final sign off from Post the grave robber slash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He says, we're all going to be dead in the end. So what the fuck was the point of this? <laughs> and I asked the exact same question. He, he reads a tablet that's like, was this all over a woman? <laughs> And then he throws the tablet in the trash and goes, come see, come saw. <laughs> he, he's like, Kesara. Kesara, Kesara. And then you get to the credits and it launches into the credits with Repo Man. Repo Man. We also must stress that the grave robber is the writer. It's uh, Zdenich himself. Writer and creator. Writer and creator. He worked on this show for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Fully. Wow. Bought that it from is... page to stage to screen, hunty. I mean, I'm like, I'm proud and I'm proud that they got like an Oscar nod, but yeah, or almost an Oscar, almost an, an Oscar, Oscar nod. Sl- an Oscar tip of the hat, a tip of the wig. <laughs> they they <laughs> lost they lost out to Max Keeble's big move that year. <gasps> Everyone always loses out to Max Keeble's big move. It's I mean, a, it's an incredible film. Hard to beat. It's hard um, to beat. Okay. The greatest Oscar movie of all time. Any final thoughts before we move on to the last seg? No, I think that's every yeah. yeah. Keaton, man, and share this for us. Yes, of course. I mean, we've touched on this quite a bit um, as we've gone through this this lovely walkthrough of this phenomenal film that is perfect and amazing. Um, honestly, it's just a movie about a father who works hard for the money to take care of his daughter. So hard for it, honey. Yeah, <laughs> and a daughter, a young woman who goes on a journey of self discovery to realize. That she is actually the mastress of her own future. Mm, that's so true. And identity. That's so true, bestie. We also got, you know, a lot. I mean, a lot of people come into their own yes, throughout this film. They do. Um, Sarah Brightman comes onto a fence. <laughs> On her own, sort of. On her own. She had, she had, she had help. Yeah, um, she had help. You know, turns a lot of looks. Turns looks. Turns, so many looks. Turns looks. Yeah. Stunting pretty. Uh, and, and yeah, I think that it's She's just a bitch from repo city. <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> she is. Only um, that bitch. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this movie has been a part of my life for ever. A decade. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about like I, your history with the movie at yeah, all? We haven't, we touched haven't even on that. touched why you found or love this. Yeah. It's so, uh, I was in like junior high school when mm-hmm. the movie kind of came out and it we was, get it, you're young <laughs> and it was recommended to me. <laughs> it was recommended to me by a friend and watched it. And of course, like that was when I and a lot of other people and some people that are in this room, okay. Connor, Call me out. were in their Paramore My Chemical Romance Fully that. Nightmare Before Christmas fantasy stage 100% phase. That. And so it was very... It wasn't a phase, mom. It wasn't a phase. Wasn't as, a phase. We've, as we've learned, it remains to this it day. Remain, it will never leave us. Ema never leaves you. Yeah. And so it really just kind of came, became a cult phenomenon. Yeah. A cult of which I am part. And we know. it's watching it. Um, I used to, this is one of the movies I used to watch like 
for a period of time, I would watch it every night when I was going to bed. Was How it, did you fall asleep to this film? <laughs> it is so loud. So unbelievably loud. Well, you turned the volume down. Oh, okay. Oh. You liked looking at it is what you're saying. It was you aesthetically enjoyed. pleasing. It is, it is kind of aesthetically pleasing if you I don't disagree. look at the blood. Um, or the film. <laughs> but yeah, it, to me... It, the lighting is hard. It is... <laughs> And it's all the weird 2008 filter where it's, it's yeah. not Vaseline, but yeah. it is very like fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. It, it definitely has a similar aesthetic to Saw because it's like everything looks gross. Right. Saw, Sweeney. Very like, Sweeney. Yeah. Like Tim Burton-y, like very all of that. It's Rocky almost like Horror. fantastical. It's not like clear yeah. at all. It's very fuzzy. It's very like mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge. Like there is oh, a yeah, filter absolutely. of some sort happening that yes. I cannot understand. 100% that. Right. Yeah. So... That's that's just, you know, it is one of those things that sort of you gets cemented in your brain mm-hmm. because you are young and impressionable. Yeah, 100 percent. Um, and, and that's why children shouldn't watch movies. And that's why children shouldn't be allowed to do most things. <laughs> um, they should, should be, be seen locked, and not heard. They should be locked in <laughs> their room, not seen. in their bed, <laughs> under their mosquito nets. To do their bugs. With, the, <laughs> with their wigs. <laughs> And their bugs, <laughs> and, and their bugs. So, so yeah, that's uh, it's just something that's really stayed with me for a long time, yeah. and uh, it's a film that I still own and watch to this day. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Connor. Thank man, you. and share this for me. Um, yeah, I have a lot of feelings about this movie uh, because, much like Keaton himself, I was also uh, came into this movie during my the height of my pop punk emo phase. Okay. Um. Friend of the pod, Beck Bouchelle, and I used to watch this a lot. Seems uh, right. We would rent the movie a lot. Um, I bought them the soundtrack for Christmas one year. I think it was Christmas. It was it Christmas or their birthday? Um, actually, it might have been their birthday. Uh, and <laughs> let's call them up. We need let's, to let's get this sorted get them on out. The phone. Quick. Get them. Get them on the phone. Um, <laughs> so I was like really into it when I was younger because it was like it fulfilled that goth fantasy that like we were trying to go for and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, as I have grown older, I a- acknowledge that it is not a, a good film, <laughs> but it is a film. It is definitely a film that exists in the okay. world. Um, I'm not necessarily opposed to watching it because it's still fun. Like it, for me, it definitely has like that nostalgia factor and like that kind of thing. Um, and some of the songs do fucking bop. They really do. They really do. I regularly will just sing Zydrate Anatomy to myself, <laughs> just like once a week at least. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's fully like once it gets in your brain, it's just there forever. I would say that all Much the songs like were the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I am so I'm deeply surprised that you were able to pick one out and say, I like this. Well, it's odd Hell that yeah. you can't, you know, Honestly, I don't have an ear for it. So I mean, I'm more of a melody kind of person. <laughs> You don't have an ear for songs that are Good. amazing <laughs> that are tapped for an Oscar now. <laughs> um so yeah, it's like definitely like for me it's it's more of that nostalgia thing. Uh why I would why I would continue to watch this movie. And Connor and I, I think are different in that we as we've grown up over the years, I've continued to not care if things are bad or not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I simply true. don't and, care. And just very, very happy to accept it as it is. Yeah. Sure, fair. Um, I mean, where, like, yeah. where Connor probably has grown into having more taste. <laughs> I would argue that's probably correct. <laughs> kind <Well>, of. <laughs> now that I think about it. I, I mean, the bar is low. I'm setting the bar low. <laughs> okay. and I think I'm just like one step above that bar. Right, one rung. <laughs> one little rung. One rung up. But Meryl. Meryl, man in chair. Pray tell. This yes. was your very, your very first. first that was new. We popped your repo cherry. We, we did. certainly did. Um, Listen, <laughs> I, 
I do. I'm so glad that we watched it together. Yeah. I know that had I had to watch this on my own, oh, I would have been, been no. in misery. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Again, as I said, did not. Uh, <laughs> it was mostly sung through and I could not understand what they were saying. So I was very lost and often had to check in with Keaton and Connor as to what was going on in the film. Yes. So it was nice to watch with two veterans. Of course. Um, super glad. Happy Really to made my day. Yes. Would love to watch with a group of people. Don't mm. need to invest in this on my own. Certainly not in a bedtime setting. <laughs> um, You're lost. Keaton uh, also regularly watches Saw to go to bed. So, Prince of Darkness. And I just think that it's fine. I wish Alexa Vega had been anyone else. Um, she really ruins the film. <laughs> for Alexa me. Vega she herself or Shiloh? Yeah. <laughs> Shailene Woodley. I wish it was were not Alexa Vega. Like, where was Emmy? Was Emmy Rossum was too busy doing Phantom? Correct. Like, what? Come, come do this film. Followed she, by Shameless. Uh, hello. Um, I just, like, didn't love her. I liked everyone else. I actually really enjoyed Paris Hilton. I thought she did a really I thought Paris fun is, job. Paris is great in this movie. Um, great. Didn't love Luigi. I thought he was a little much, but mm. I appreciate the camp factor he mm-hmm. brought. Um, and Pavi was, of course, my hero. Um, <laughs> and Roti, of course, my dad. <laughs> um, didn't love Anthony Stewart. Had so, so sorry to yeah. the Buffy fans. Um, but as I've said before, and we'll say again, not a Buffy fan. Mm. So I stand by that. <laughs> and a gasp was heard across the nation. <laughs> so, um, yeah, for me, it's a. Would I watch it while not sober with my friends? A thousand times, yes. Yeah. Will I watch it on my own in the cold light of day? Absolutely not. Mm. But um, I'm glad we did it for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the very specific context that I am interested in engaging this film. Hell yeah! So. Yeah, would I recommend it? Fuck, absolutely no. God no. Yeah, to no. nobody. I don't Probably know anybody not. I would willingly punish with. If you this. like, if you were like really into like goth stuff, if you really like horror and uh, are a horror and a musical fan, I, yeah, like right. go for it. It's if, fun. If you like Sweeney and yeah. Saw, yeah, basically that's this like is your, the one. For that's you. the perfect Venn diagram. This and intersectional hairspray. horror music. And well, hairspray. I would not say hairspray. Interesting. The camp factor. Oh well, sure. Yeah, okay. John Waters. It's Quite. it's it's musical meets like dark horror meets yeah. camp. Yeah. If you like Rocky Horror, you yeah. like this. Yeah. I did read that on the wiki. I assume you wrote it. Um, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. So yeah, I guess where I come down on this is this was terrible and a waste of my life, but I got to spend it with my friends, so not a complete loss. Um, Love that for you. Okay, Keaton, anything to plug? My hair plugs. Great. Connor, anything for you to <laughs> no, plug? No, as usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRLA12 on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast at Bits Over B-Way across all platforms. You can find us. Oh, you can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bits Over B-Way. And uh, you can find us across all podcasting platforms. We release episodes every two weeks. Please tell your friends to listen to this podcast. And rate and review. Rate, review, like, and subscribe. Give us money on our Patreon. Whatever you feel. Whatever moves you. Um, That's all I have. Bye. 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 The one who is munchazing. The, the munched. The munched. Uh, the munchie. The munchie. <laughs> and the munchess. <laughs>